find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Today we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. I don't know what that was. Well, we got a movie for both your asshole and your pee-pee hole tonight, you sons of bitches. That's right, we are honoring the abso-fucking-lutely legendary mustache of Tom Atkins as we discuss 1990's Two Evil Eyes. That's right, Two Evil, two evil Eyes. <laughs> featuring, the t- <laughs> featuring the two stories called The Facts in the Case of Mr. Valdemar and The Black Cat. What better time to honor the works of Edgar Allan fucking Poe than around Halloween? Every sexy bitch's favorite holiday. That's right, I see that little nurse costume. I can see it winking at me, that purse. Beep, beep. So let's date the poofy hair of Adrian Barbeau, or Bardot. <laughs> I don't know why I said Barb. They almost said Balboa. Slowly torture her old man husband. Put ourselves in a coma with a metrodome that kind of looks like some kind of sex object. Wake up to a black cat in the room and just absolutely freaking hate that cat for no apparent reason other than the fact it acts like a cat. Am I doing a Seinfeld? I don't know what I'm doing there. Anyway, now play that shit theme song. It's the Mustachio Podcast. We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home. What is up? This is the host of the Mustachio Podcast, CEO Daniel J. Segura. And today I welcome a couple of uh, emo girls uh, with emo names, <laughs> Catherine and Haley. From Saturdays are for the ghouls. How are y'all doing? Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm not, <laughs> not okay. I bet, th- I bet they like Halloween. This no, is we Halloween. hate Halloween. This is Halloween. Figure my butthole. Uh, <laughs> dude, Jack Skellington does have some long fingers. Tell you what. Oh, man, I've not seen that movie in a bit. I need to revisit. Uh, I'm sure y'all have a Nightmare. Uh, was it, what was that show? Was Nightmare that movie Before called? Christmas? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all like that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. yeah. I didn't see it until I was an adult, though. <laughs> like, I, I know. It's not a childhood movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, y'all, y'all are younger than I am. I'm, I'm an old man. I'm as old as this movie. This Oh, wow. You were born in 1990. Yes. Wow. See, I always see myself as a true 90s kid because I actually remember a good chunk of it. And then, you know, then you got 90s born children who like remember probably 95 and beyond or something yeah. around there. You know, yeah. um, I took and then in, Haley. I, <laughs> and then you got Haley who looks like she's like 13 years old. Who's this child on my show? <laughs> I'm 25. Oh, wait, you're not allowed to have 13. <laughs> no, I can't have no, I already talked about figuring a butthole or something. I can't have some 13-year-old on the show. No, by 13, I definitely knew my butthole because I was like already kind of see like I remember I remember I was like 14. Well, yeah, because I was like 14 or 15. And I'm like, I wonder if I'm gay. And I stuck my finger in my butthole. I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so we are talking. <laughs> we are. At least she tried. <laughs> I know. I was very open minded. I was like, I got to see what I like. Uh, if y'all only see the porn I saw, just to see if I had anything weird going on. It was. Uh, it turned out I'm just a regular ass, fucking boring straight guy. It sucks. Gross. <laughs> I know. I want options. I want to fuck everybody. <laughs> But anyway, so we're talking the 1990 anthology horror film, Two Evil Eyes, as y'all heard in the cold open that I haven't recorded yet. And it was directed <laughs> by George A. Romero and Dario Argento. Y'all, y'all know these names? Y'all recognize these names? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially but, George A. Romero. Yeah, total legends in the game. But could not be any different. Like it's like it's like if you tried to get I don't know Whitney Houston <laughs> and and Rob Zombie to make a film together. It's like eh, it's not probably going to work out, and it's probably going to be kind of weird. But you know what? I feel like this movie kind of caught me off guard. I'd never seen this movie, um, and y'all have never seen this movie. Uh, I y'all told me y'all y'all hadn't seen this movie before, right? Yeah, no, we haven't. No, no y'all hadn't seen, seen this. Y'all hadn't seen this movie. So this is all fresh to us. But before we dig into this fucking movie and put our two fingers into the two eyes and fucking dodge in there, I want y'all to tell us a little bit. I'm not who the I'm not sure who the spokesperson is for your podcast, but I want y'all to go ahead and plug in your show while you have a shot before we start really fingering this movie. <laughs> no, this is a lot um, of pressure. Uh <laughs> Go, Catherine. Hi, we're Catherine and Haley, and we're Saturdays from the Ghouls. We talk about sp- <laughs> we're one entity. We talk about spooky stuff, true crime, horror, supernatural stuff. Tell scary stories, and um, we love the spooky ookies. I was oh, going to yeah. say all the spooky ookies, <laughs> all of them, spooky ookies, the ghouly woolies. Yes, you know <laughs> she has non she has nonstop said the spooky ookies since yeah you. <laughs> And I, it's made a very big impression in me and now it's forever me i was i was recently on their podcast this is getting this is going to be out by uh eh, by the end of the month this is gonna be in october at some point because uh you know i'm a i'm a piece of shit i don't i don't keep i don't know when things are coming out but it'll be coming out this month it's halloween time Ooh. and i was on their podcast we talked about sleepaway camp i've been telling all my friends about it I, I yelled it out to one of my friends. He's like, Saturdays are for the Jews? I'm like, no, that's not the name. <laughs> yeah, please, no. No. That's not the name. <laughs> Don't let that get around. <laughs> so, like, Saturdays. No, no, for the ghouls. And, you know, it's funny that, you know, me being on your podcast, it was, a, it was a big hit. Everyone loves it. It's gotten five-star reviews. I'm getting interviews from all over the place. Barbara Walters is coming over tomorrow. You know, she's still alive. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's why she's coming over for Saturdays with the Ghouls. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna fuck she's her a ghoul. corpse. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck her corpse. Um, Barbara Walters here getting fucked by Daniel Segura. Um, <laughs> so anyway, had a great time on your podcast. Um, but the people that like my friends that have checked it out absolutely loved it. So Aww. hopefully, I brought in some. Uh, you've gotten the podcastio push. Uh, which is a solid five extra listeners per episode. As long as we can keep them interested. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, man, but that was a lot of fun, and uh, your podcast is a lot of fun. I think y'all both have a really good chemistry. I can tell you like each other. And um, (laughs) How long have you known each other? Y'all been friends for a while? Uh, (laughs) We've been friends for about four years. Wow, four years. Mm -hmm. That kind of reminds me. I have a close friend. He was on uh, the most – a pretty recent episode. Uh, His name's Trace Levos, and uh, we talked Major League Two. I've known him for about four to five years or something like that. So kind of in the same uh, frame. And I got to say, I know y'all are a little younger, but as you get older, it's super difficult to make friends. Like in my thirties, I hate most people. I want to see them dead. I I can't stand anyone. I don't want to go outside. And so, like, finding a friend is so special. It's like that little diamond in the cunt, you know? And so, <laughs> and, like, you're like, holy shit, I found one. I go, da, 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 da. And you feel like Zelda when he got the sword from that old man. Yeah. <laughs> that it's sounds special. Like a... yeah, yeah, you know, it's lucky. You found so, your Haley. <laughs> yeah, I found my Haley. <laughs> <laughs> totally found my alien. So how 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 did this how did this happen? I, I just want to know this before we get to the like uh, how did y'all decide? Let's do a Saturday for the ghouls. Let's talk about true crime and and, and horror movies and fucking blood and guts and buttholes. So okay, from what I can remember, I was at work and I was on break, and she's like calls me and she's like, "I want to do a podcast." I'm like. <laughs> I'm like okay like that'd be fun like just to do like talk Something. about things yeah. yeah and uh she's really into true crime i'm really into horror and true crime but she's more of the true crime but and then i remember we were it was like two or th- it took us forever to figure out a name and then i was like saturdays are for the ghouls you know instead of saturdays are for the boys and yeah, it yeah. stuck so <laughs> <laughs> And we were just tired of like just listening to us. So we were like, let's force other people to listen to us. And here we are <laughs> making other people listen to us. <laughs> we were like, we're funny. Like, we're hilarious. We would, we would literally sit in her office laughing. I would come in on my days off to sit with her in her office. Wow. I didn't get any work done. No, I, I feel like you didn't. I feel like it didn't. That's kind of like what me and Trace um, initially before I, I had I had moved to L.A. for a couple of years. And I met Trace when I was in San Antonio. Um, and now I'm back in San Antonio. But I met him when I was here. And we would be having conversations. And we're, we're I, I'm one of those one of those Mexicanos that I like Taco Bell. I don't give a shit what because Mexicanos give you so much shit if you like Taco Bell because Taco Bell is the enemy. They're like. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it's real fake. mexican food <laughs> yeah and i'm like i get it it's not mexican food but whatever they're doing there i want to eat it the works. shit out of it i want to blanket myself with it i want to wake up in the morning hung over and eat it i don't give a shit whatever's oh, left over mm-hmm. i eat it um it's like still on top of the tits of whoever i slept with and i eat some nachos off her pit their titties and the cheese um, is still melted somehow uh, well the cheese is somewhere and i dip into it it could be hers it could be mine it could be theirs who knows but we <laughs> You know, I've always liked Taco Bell. And so we would go and we would eat there at the River Center Mall, which is downtown San Antonio, because I, I I work downtown. And we would be having conversations. And I'm like, this is good shit. Like, I feel like I'm I'm doing some solid gold shit and no one's enjoying it. No one's hearing it. It's just me and him. And I felt like we should start a podcast. 
We didn't get to start one. I started my own. He started his own. His didn't last because he sucks, but mine lasted. And and so now we can guest on mine and we can have a good time and it's fun. So I can see why y'all did that. It's that friendship. Yeah. You're both, you know, quirky. You're both smart and clever. You got some one-liners. You come together. You know? And you, you create a fun little show. And who would have thought, like, out of all things, because we are on the same podcast network. We we are yeah. both on the Pod Moth Network. Um, you know, if we all, if all three of us opened our legs, moths would come out. Like that's yeah. just how. There's no one there. Nothing. No one gets to go in there. It's like an old closet. It's like a crypt. It's like a crypt. <laughs> it's like a crypt. If I opened my legs. <laughs> If I spread my cheeks, a couple of moths would come out. Ah, yeah, I like fucking around. I'm kidding. I like the. (laughs) It's an ongoing bit. I just always like to have fun with the Pod Moth Network. They love me over there. It's a good time. Actually, they probably hate me. But uh, so we're talking. I had to look again. So we're talking the two evil eyes because I keep thinking about the two separate movies. This is basically two movies that could have been probably an episode on tells from the crypt or something it feels Mm -hmm. like but yeah creep show very much in that vein except much longer Mm -hmm. uh they made both of these films about two hours long (laughs) and you have the first film which is uh the facts in the case of mr valdemar which sounds like a really dope gay porn (laughs) then you have the black cat which sounds like a fucking lesbian. black cat movie. Yeah, that sounds like oh. a yeah, that's like yeah, that's a lesbian movie. Uh, you know, if if you like a nice uh if you if you love I I I know, I personally I think black women are some of the most beautiful people out there. You want to see the black cat enjoy uh, <laughs> kidding. But yeah, so there's these two movies in there. One is directed by George A. Romero, the other one by Dario Argento. Both famous directors, uh, very different types of directors, but it's kind of amazing to, to take a look at these two films. I'm, I want to ask this right up in the front. Let me know which one was your favorite. I'm going to go with you, Catherine, first because you're the first in the lineup here. <laughs> I liked the black cat one just because there was a cat and it was adorable. <laughs> the, I know. I was like, I, I, I know I'm supposed to be afraid of this cat, but I just want to like, I just want to drink coffee and read the paper with it yeah. like on my lap. You know exactly. <laughs> it was it was the it was so cute, and every time like it had its big eyes, and you were like, oh, <laughs> oh, Aww. I know. Like, what did they have to do? Pinch its dick to make it like, <laughs> like how did it? I don't know how they got that cat to do that because usually it looks very cute. Yes, and at the end they were like, there was no psychological or physical torture done to the cat to make it do any of that. I'm like, well trained, well trained pussy. That is one. Well, it's hard to find them, but they are out there. Nice, well trained pussy, <laughs> Haley. What do you think? Which, which not about well trained pussies, but uh, which which uh, movie did you like? I I did prefer the second one, the black cat. Me too. Because again, cute kitty. I love the cat so much. And um I feel y'all like both, we laughed more. Like cat people. Yeah. You laughed more? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we laughed at it. <laughs> um we, we kept making jokes. Cause you know, like when he okay, in the second one when he picks up, he keeps getting calls. So oh, yeah, yes. Kept, yeah. me and Catherine kept like 
faking like it's 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 the fucking cat just like on the on the other line or like when there was like shadows on the walls like you just saw like a little paw come up and a little ting of the cat <laughs> welcome to the getting down and wordy podcast ad what do we do on this podcast well it's the first at a musical podcast can you try that again in real words so that people can understand fine we talk about the intersection of popular music and language oh can we also talk about eurovision okay find us on apple and spotify we are a podmoth network podcast <laughs> yeah that and harvey Keitel is just so fun to watch on screen yeah. he's so entertaining i'm a big harvey Keitel fan and like I, I saw Bad Lieutenant actually for the first time not that long ago. I, I've had so many friends that have seen that movie probably a billion times. And that was just one of those films that I just never got a chance to check out. I remember trying to get it on. I like to collect laser discs. Y'all know what those are? They, they're just giant discs that uh, I guess back in the day rich people would buy because they, they were too good for VHS. So I want a giant disc, a very uncomfortable thing to have to put into this giant machine that takes up a shitload of space and i just want to feel special do you have a laser disc player yeah damn right i do <laughs> hey i've had two of them i've had two one i had in storage and i, I blame it on my ex-wife because she just because it's just easy uh and i think i think she may have closed the door too hard and my damn laser disc player fell and oh, broke no. uh yeah yeah she's still in there in that storage she's dead <laughs> <laughs> between the walls she's in the walls like plastered <laughs> yep. her up yep uh and so yes i do i do like a good laser disc if i see them around i'm not like one that's going to be on ebay like <laughs> i want to see if i can bid on this shit <laughs> <Fucking> like, <nerd. laughs> yeah i'm not some fucking nerd but if i see them around like at you know at some vintage shop or something like that i went to a record shop in houston actually like a few months ago and and I was buying some records. Like I, I was not there to like look for film or anything. It was, I, it was a record shop. So I'm getting some records. I go up to like the second floor of it and they have a full section of just Laserdisc movies. And I, I got a total boner. So I had to hide it with the records I've already going to get. I just put them in front of me because I, I was excited. <laughs> I'm going through each one and it's just like always the most like generic shit. And I ended up finding this weird horror movie and it has a guy with a mustache on the back of the of the like the case or whatever like the little the little kind of like i don't know it's like a little car it's kind of like a vinyl record like a vinyl, you know you yeah. turn it up. yeah so on the other side it had a, a guy with a mustache and i'm like this might be an episode it could be could be <laughs> now since then i've put it somewhere and i can't find it i got a lot of stuff so i got to find it but once i find it i'm going to view it see if i find a mustache jerk off and then i'm gonna see if i want to cover it on the mustachio podcast deal so we'll see if it's featured we'll see um yes i also liked the black cat i thought the black cat was a good time uh the facts in the case of mr Voldemort, i like i like some bits of it i i like i think the atmosphere is a little bit more spooky in that one it's not yeah. so you know, like in, in the Black Cat, you get goddamn jazz fusion, experimental bebop and right. shit, which I kind of dig. It kind of reminded me of uh, Birdman. I don't know if you've ever seen that Birdman movie with Michael Keaton, and it's kind of a weird um, 
I don't even know how like, what the fuck you would call that movie, but it, it's kind of in that weird vein. And there's weird jazz shit happening throughout that film, and it kind of adds to the intensity and the weirdness of it. And you just know some fucked up shit is happening. <laughs> and the black cat has that. But the facts in the case of Mr. Valdemore is a little more classic. It's a little more classic horror. You know, it kind of reminds me of the old Vincent Price movies. You know, he's done a lot of Edgar Allan Poe stuff, like the the bitch and the pendulum and uh, the the last uh, wait. The, what was the other one he did? Uh, I think he did the he not the crow. It's a bird. The raven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, Vincent Price didn't play the crow. They didn't put makeup on him and shit. He's not Brandon Lee. <laughs> Can you imagine Vincent Price? He's like 88 years old playing the crow in 1992 or whatever year that fucking movie came out. No. So anyway, <laughs> y'all tell me y'all might have some fun facts. Uh, <clears throat> give them to me. Feed them to me. I haven't had anything to eat since 6 o'clock. Give oh. me some facts. <laughs> you need a snack? Yeah, give me some fun, Haley, some, some fun snack? snacks. Do I have snacks? Yeah, I have a snack, maybe. Oh yeah, I'm I'm like, do we have the same snacks? That's my problem. Like, <laughs> probably we did both ten minutes of research. <laughs> God, give me some of the fun facts. Okay. Well, the black the movie The Black Cat had a lot of other Edgar Allan Poe references, so like the cases that the guy was covering like the photographer were all kind of staged Edgar Allan Poe cases like the the one with the um the pendulum the yeah the pendulum but then also the the one with the teeth mm-hmm. and the guy oh, yeah. who did the one with the teeth looked like Edgar Allan Poe that is Tom Savini That's yes Tom, Tom Savini, Savini. Yeah. yeah he did all those special effects which by the <laughs> way even though this things kind of the, the cohesion of these two different uh, films put together into one big film don't really work. Tom Savini's work is amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it holds up. It looks fucking crazy. Like the 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 pendulum one, that mm-hmm. murder scene. I I couldn't tell if that was a real woman. Like those tits look real. Like I was like, are those real boobies? <laughs> I don't know whether I am I jerking off to a mannequin or to a human. Who cares? I did it anyway. But uh, it was like (laughs) I just like (laughs) I mean, talk about a slit sideways uh, is amazing. Oh my god! (laughs) You just don't see that often. I was like, I was blown away, and then I blew away. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We can cut that out. But no, I just thought. I just thought that the special effects were amazing. Go ahead, continue with the flip. <laughs> I don't know why I even tried was, to chime in. That was my special effect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was my um, fun fact. Haley, what's your next oh. fun fact? <laughs> Go ahead, Haley. Did you only have one? No, I mean, I don't remember them all because I'm. it was 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, and we can always toss them in. You can always toss them in as they come I, I wrote up. mine down. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, Funny. nice. See, Haley, she's the one that got the A's. I can tell. She raised her hand right before the bell was going to ring like a real son of a bitch. Teacher, we had homework. And, uh, didn't we have homework? And everyone looks at her like, ah, damn it. Shut the fuck up, Haley. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't do that ever. <laughs> if anyone got the good grades, it was Haley. <laughs> I remember I got like a C and I got really upset. 
I feel you. And I failed English, so. <laughs> you failed English? Holy shit. I spoke English for the whole time, too. <laughs> so that was bonkers. <laughs> I think you are way smarter than me, honestly. <laughs> Thanks. I was You're my role model. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So, um, originally, there was supposed to be the um, what's his name? How do you say his name? Argento, Dario yes. Argento. Dario Argento. Yeah, he originally wanted it to be a collab between four directors. Ooh. So, um, and those who four those directors. directors? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who. Who could they have been? Um, obviously Argento and uh. George Romero, obviously, and uh, Wes Craven and John Carpenter, the other wow. two big boys. <laughs> and then they were Damn. like, "Actually, never mind. Actually, no, bye. <laughs> we don't want to do this movie." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I feel like uh, you say, "Okay, you said John Carpenter, and who was the other one?" Wes, Wes Craven. Craven. Wes Craven. Yeah, I feel like they were both trying to salvage what they well john carpenter was trying to kind of get away from what he had been doing kind of expand and try some fresh shit and i think they were both trying to change you know kind of uh, evolve their careers a little bit and i they may have seen this as like oh you just want us to kind of lean on what we've already done right and i don't want to do that because it looks like romero here you know, I'm no Romero expert. I'm not an expert on any of these cats. I know who they are. I've seen I've seen a few of their movies. Yes, but I from the the stuff I've seen from Romero, this isn't. You would not think he directed this. It doesn't seem like the kind of film he would have directed. And I don't know if that's because there was other hands into this, or he was just trying to get this together, or he was just trying to do something different. He's like, oh, this is an anthology film. Let me try doing something a little bit different because I feel like both these movies feel very TV, like direct to DVD or direct to VHS back then uh, type of movies. Uh, they don't feel super high production other than the special effects, but like the direction, the the um, the sets, they feel yeah. like it's it takes place in like the the first one doesn't really get away from that house very much. It doesn't really leave the house. Uh, we have like a couple of scenes at a hospital, and then the second one is in that is is in mostly in an apartment for the most part, a really nice apartment. Um, yeah. You know that yeah, probably costs right. a lot of money. Uh, I don't know how like some you know photographer that takes photos of dead people <laughs> and a woman that teaches violin can afford an apartment like that, but you know I don't know who knows. I don't know how that works. It was a but... different time back then. <laughs> yeah, it was a different time. <laughs> Well, the so the other thing about Craven is that Scream came out in 1990. Oh, oh, so he was really like, he was you know like, what? Busy. He was like, like super busy. Keep your 1996. Yeah, he's okay, like well, keep your Tom years. Atkins and. But still, yeah. it came out in the 90s, and he was probably kind of busy. <laughs> yeah, I think he had. I think he just had. Um, he, I I I would have thought I would feel like a Wes Craven would have felt like that's a step back. Yeah, you know, um, especially with the way that this turned out, and I think that's why I could be wrong. Maybe a lot of horror fans really know Two Evil Eyes. Maybe they are very well aware of this, but I can tell you, 
considering that my brother, he's 11 years older than me. So he was, you know, by 1990, he was pretty. Yeah, he's an ancient (laughs) old man. Yeah, he's an ancient old man. He would have definitely have told me of two evil eyes at some point. But he probably I I know my brother. He probably has heard of this, saw it, didn't like it and Mm. just didn't tell me about it because I know him. (laughs) You know, but uh, is he like a big horror buff? Yeah, I yes. So the reason I like horror is I was like, I don't know, six, seven. And he was a subscriber to Fangoria magazine. He had a shitload of movies. So I was watching horror films at uh, probably way too young of an age. I think I saw Hellraiser like when I was seven, Um, you know, and I saw The Exorcist around that same time. And it, it was I saw a lot of that shit very little, but he would just let me like my parents would go out, you know, on the town. And he would be our babysitter since he was mm. older than all of us because I have I have uh, three other siblings, and right. um, and he would just put on these horror movies because my brother didn't give a shit. He was like, "Yeah, check it out. If it scares you, then go to your room and go to sleep. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> don't be a little bitch. Yeah, don't be a little wow. bitch." But he was so good about what I really loved about it. You know, is that he would like show me the Fangoria magazines and be like, "I know that looks scary, but like I think one time I saw The Howling and I was pretty young. I was still single digit age, like eight or nine. And there's that there's this this uh, transformation scene that was that freaked me out and I got really scared. He goes and he goes, no, 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 don't freak out. And he brought his Fangoria magazine and he showed me like behind the scenes and the special effects and like like a Tom Savini. And that's when I grew so much respect on on that kind of work and the amount of uh, effort and the attention to detail and. Uh, the fact that they that these artists were working with very very little money. I'm not sure what the budget is for this film, but I'm sure it wasn't much. It doesn't look like it was that much. And Tom Savini just knew how to like take just a, like that dude. You just give him a certain amount of money, and he just knows how to turn special effects into something that really works. And I've covered right. several movies with him being the special effects coordinator, um, including Maniac, which is is great. And uh, the dude is just mad talented. And he's also mad, still like crazy good looking. Like if you go on Instagram, <laughs> every birthday he takes a photo with his shirt off. Oh, and he, and he looks. Let me look that up. No, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you like a good, if you like some solid old man tits, <laughs> he's got the best you can find. He's he's, he's still in shape find. for the most part for like a 60 some odd year old. <laughs> and um he's you know he's still got the facial hair but in this movie he's got one hell of a mustache maybe the best mustache in the movie maybe yeah because there's some good mustaches in this movie by the way we may be honoring tom atkins and we've honored him before um in a few <laughs> in, in some other stuff but uh he uh he's only in this movie for about four minutes yeah <laughs> i think Mm-hmm. But he's good. Like he's good at every scene. He's got a fucking cigar in his mouth. He's fucking walking around. He's fighting crime. He's in a fucking. He looks awesome. He's got that perfect detective look. I just like Tom Atkins. He's so good. I kind of hoping. I was hoping he would come back for the black cat and be a detective in the black cat, but they chose that other guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was kind of wondering why they didn't. They should have had some sort of connection. Just the through right. line. Right. Because it would have been cool if it was like, oh, this is taking part in the same city. It's just a different right. crime. Right. That would have been genius instead of having, um, you know, they they had the, the, the Vato from uh, that uh, shit. He's in that movie with Eddie Murphy coming to America. That's how I always remember that guy. He's, a, he's also <laughs> was in some sitcoms. I can't remember his name right now, but he's actually the big guy? really. 
Yeah, the big guy. <laughs> I love that dude. He's actually really awesome. And now I need to figure out his name, but like he's so cool. And I just I would have liked to see Tom Atkins get fucking uh, the way he yeah. gets killed by the <laughs> right pickaxe to the back. <laughs> oh, that's but he so the big guy he had to be there because at the end he had to be. <laughs> <laughs> he had That's to drag him true. down. <laughs> I don't know if Tom Atkins would have had the same kind of weight distribution. But Tom Atkins could totally have teared down that wall. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tom Atkins would have done that with his mustache alone. Like, <laughs> yeah. that would have been easy. Just his name is Probably. John Amos, by the way. John Amos. He plays that detective. Oh. And I love how, like, he's so, um, uh, he's so nonchalant and, Tell like, me. unaffected by, in, in, like, horrible death like there's like scenes where a lady is split in half there's a scene where a lady has her mouth open and all her teeth are out and he's yeah. like oh, check out these teeth take a photo of this shit dude he's definitely in the right line of work <laughs> yep. I, guess so. I guess so like he's not he doesn't look like turned on by it the way Harvey Keitel like looks be. oh no oh okay <laughs> Okay. Sorry, sorry. Ah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's like watching the movies and doing that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to see it in real life. Gross. They're already God. cold. Gross. They're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so... did you say they're already cold? That took me a long time. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Oh, gross. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also don't. I'm not also not a Cosby guy. I don't want them like. I need them to be moving around. You know, I, even if they're still warm, if they're not moving, no, thank you. I want oh someone to God. scratch my back, punch me in my throat, grab my butthole. Um, you know, I need you to be alive and moving. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alias <laughs> has her hand on her face, and I don't see where her other hand is. So we're talking the facts. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say this. So we're on camera. Y'all are just getting the yeah. audio only because uh, we're stingy like that. This is just for us. She showed us both hands, just in case you were wondering yeah. for the audio yeah, she... visuals. <laughs> so, one thing I want to mention, I have in my notes. Uh, I don't know. Do you, are you, Haley? Did you have any more fun facts? I don't want to. She's looking at her notes. Uh, nope. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I have the box office, and then um, okay, let's check that out. I'm curious because I did not know that. So the budget is actually nine million. It's not bad. The box office, though, not good. <laughs> um, they in the box office they only made three hundred and forty nine thousand six hundred eighteen dollars. Ouch! That's really bad. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's so bad. I think that might be a reason why I, I, this probably made most of its money. I probably never made its money back. Maybe it did, but in the rental world, you know, yeah. I, I would, I could see oh, people yeah. seeing like a blockbuster movie. Yeah, blockbuster movie yeah. or video central, your Hollywood video, your yeah. porn shop, and you see this for rent, and you're like, I'll take that. <laughs> I, I know, see, I know Romero. I, you know, I know uh, Dalabapi or whatever his name is, Italian shit, Argento, <laughs> Dalabapi, <laughs> whatever that guy's name. Is. 
and um yeah you know you're like i know those two guys i want i know their movies i'm going to check this out then you pop it in your vcr you're with your girlfriend you got popcorn you got, you got some snacks, trying to grab a boob trying to grab a boob <laughs> It's not really that couch. kind of movie. <laughs> not that kind of movie. No, this is a, these these topics are severely depressing. This is a very soft in the front, what I call a kind of movie. Really makes you soft. <laughs> not a lot of sexiness in this shit. I mean, you 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 got Crystal Meth Santa in the first one. Uh, he's the old man that's frozen to death, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a rich guy. And uh, he he has a wife who he he picked up when she was a young flight attendant, uh, or, uh, or uh, I guess back then they would call him a stewardess, but we can't say that anymore. No, we can't say that. She's a flight a- attendant, and uh, she probably she she's got great knockers at her age now, and so they must have been great when she was young. And uh, he saw those babies, uh, and she was serving him some whiskey or something. And he's like, you know what? After the end of this flight, let me take you to the next place that I want to go to. And that's straight to marriage, baby. <laughs> and you'll serve me whiskey for the rest of your life. The rest of your life. <laughs> it's at least my life. <laughs> yeah, at least my life. Yeah, not the rest of your life because I'm old as shit. And uh, it's like if I... If I started dating, uh, you know, a 25 year old because I'm such an old man and uh, and then I'm some old fucker and I look like Crystal Meth Santa and I'm crying in my deathbed. And, and she's, and she's <laughs> taking. Yeah, she's taking all five hundred dollars of my money. Uh, <laughs> and I know. Like, Couple of expired Arby's coupons, and, uh, <laughs> a, a decent David take Buster's. Them if they're card. expired. <laughs> yeah, I think I still have fifty bucks on my David Buster's. She could take that Whoa. too. That's a couple, yeah. Whoa. That alone <laughs> makes you a big spender. That's not bad. I mean, yeah. that, you know, you're good when you're like you. You still got fifty on your card, and you leave. You're like, you know what? I don't. I'm need better than this. <laughs> I'm better than this. I got fifty bucks on this card. I'll be back, David Buster's. Two years later. <laughs> Two years later. Uh, so, yeah, this this whole first part is, it's kind of a slog, but at the same time, I did like some parts of it. You you have uh, Adrian Barbeau, um, who I, she was in The Fog. I'm not sure if y'all have ever seen The Fog, but that's a John Carpenter film uh, from the 80s. Uh, very similar uh, vibe in the sense of she has to battle a zombie-esque kind of creature. Because the fog, they're like right. these like weird pirate zombies or something. I, I'm trying to remember. It was like, it was, it was like in the top 50, uh, the first 50 episodes of my podcast, and uh, those were a uh, drunken blurry uh, for the most part. <laughs> but it was a good, it was a good, good film. I, I remember having a good time. Kind of slow, but still very fun. And She's great in that one. She plays like a radio disc jockey and her, her radio station is it, it's in a lighthouse of all things. It's a, it's, it's in a fucking lighthouse, which is so weird. And she's in there and she's like seen, she's so high up in the lighthouse that she can see the fog. Like she can see it moving around the town. And so she's letting everyone know on the radio, like, Hey, watch out. The fog's coming right up to your, your asshole and you better watch out it's gonna kill your children and she, she's like letting everyone know what's going on and that's her whole purpose in that movie it's much fresher face at that one but she's still very pretty and she has a fucking poof of hair <laughs> that is unrelenting like 
you got to admit, like these two gals here on the podcast, they got very flat ass hair. Um, <laughs> it's not popular anymore. Their hair is just like they might as well have pomade on that thing. But the girls back then, they would poof the shit out of that hair. And it was like, I don't know how to explain it. It was kind of like a sunrise coming right into your window first thing in the morning. <laughs> just a poof of madness. And uh, no matter what happens to that hair, it stays that way. I think there's a rain scene and it's still poofy. I don't even know. But she's <laughs> she's looking like that. Uh, she looks fantastic. She's in love with this doctor, right? And uh, uh, Dr. Robert uh, Hoffman, Dr. Robert Hoffman, played by Rami Zada. Who the fuck knows who that guy is? But uh, he, you know, he does a decent job as the shitty doctor. And really, what's the whole purpose of this movie? It's a it's a it's a woman that had to be with a guy uh, that she didn't really like. And she tells that guy, uh, Mr. Pittman or Mr. Uh, uh, some shit, Mr. Pike, Mr. Pike. Pike. And she tells him, like, hey, I got with this guy when I was young. I let him, you know, diddle me, and I didn't really like him that much. And I, you know, now he's going to die. I deserve this. Like, I mean, I had to, like, touch his saggy-ass nuts for, like, the last 10 years. And it's like, it's, who knows? Like, she probably had to wipe his ass. And who knows what he wanted her to do? Like, I I honestly agreed with her. I I don't agree with the way she did it. To an extent. (laughs) Got it. What do y'all think? Do y'all feel like she was justified to, uh, to I think <laughs> hypnotize him? Like, I think she was like, if she was any good, he would have given her all of his money. Like, <laughs> like you know, you find an old man, marry him, and then like become the love of his life, and he'll leave you all his money. That's the that's the end goal. <laughs> that's true. Not true love. <laughs> you yeah. wait for true love the second time around. <laughs> How about you, Haley? Would you ever uh, uh, get with a rich guy, an old rich guy with saggy ass balls? No, I don't think so. <laughs> we joke yeah. about it, especially with with her mom. <laughs> We'd be like, we call I call her Mama P, but I'd be like, Mama P, you gotta get you a nice man that's like on the way rich. out. Call nice your mom. Man. I'll give her a call. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm at that weird age where I can like. I can I can uh, bone a twenty tw- something year old, but I can also bone their mom. It's really weird. Uh, so I'm not gonna call you dad. <laughs> ah, come on, call me Papa Pacasio. <laughs> <laughs> we told my mom that she married for love the first time around. She has to marry for money next time. So. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I, I might get a new job soon. I see what I'm making, and I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. let you know. Then you, you give us a call. Yeah, <laughs> see if I pass. To see if, I pass. <laughs> if you pass, yeah, you won't be living much longer. No, I'm just kidding. Kill <laughs> <laughs> me. Oh no! Preferably, it's someone who's older than her, so that we get the that's money. true. I'm, well, I do drink a lot. I could die at any moment. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> you're so, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're like you're just giving me shots and shit. Here you go. You're some more whiskey. <laughs> Take a drive. Oh, <laughs> oh! I thought you fell. <laughs> yeah, I'm standing. <laughs> no, I just like I flung my computer. <laughs> Just like, oh. <laughs> oh my god well i'm glad you didn't fall i don't need any injuries on the podcast deal we don't need that i don't have insurance <laughs> so 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 i mentioned the poofy hair uh she's wearing a pinstripe suit in this first scene i loved it she looks like she's like like she works for the yankees 
Um, <laughs> but it's like a female pinstripe suit. She's wonderful. She's got an edge to her. But I got to admit, I do like the fact that like she's a little bit. She's got guilt. She's got a little mm-hmm. bit of shame for it. I like that whole vibe. Um, and the doctor, Robert, he, I guess, was with her beforehand. And now they decided they want to do this to um, her uh, dying husband. And he kind of is a little more salty and a little more vindictive about it because he feels like he took her away, which he did. Right. But I don't know if that means it's okay to, like, hypnotize <laughs> Your right. old man ex-husband with like an OnlyFans dildo. It's like a metronome thing that looks like a. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes ticky tick tock, and it just looks like a weird contraption. I, he doesn't explain where he got this from. How, like, did he invent it? Is this something you could get like on some catalog? Was this on like, you know, some infomercial back then in 1990? Like, get your hypnotizing metronome and sleep forever unless someone like wakes you up because it's like you'll be trapped in your own mind. Like, what the fuck? It was in one of those airplane catalogs. Yeah, that yes. It was like where rich people were, like on the first class section. At like super ex- exclusive golf courses and clubs, um, the um, what are those uh, the, the 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 Mason, the Mason, uh, what do they call it? The fucking y'all oh, know the, uh, yeah the Freemasons. The Freemasons. There you go. The Freemasons. <laughs> they probably had that catalog. Like get your like get your pyramid metronome thing. You can stick it up your ass. It'll help you sleep. It's It'd fantastic. Be it's probably from the Illuminati, honestly, because it's like a At, yeah, it's very <laughs> Illuminati. Yeah, Illuminati. Uh, I thought I was get... gonna get struck down by lightning after saying that. <laughs> I know it's like <laughs> car just comes flying through my windows. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. The but the fact that it could impale someone is crazy. <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> like just <laughs> well, yeah, because like... <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Because like basically, the old man, he you know, he's in this limbo because they were hypnotizing him with this thing to get him to say shit and sign a signature so his money can go over to her, and. He's in this fucking fridge. By the way, it always seems like the second freezer in someone's... I, I didn't grow up with the second freezer. We did not have the kind of money to be able to put extra food anywhere. Uh, we were too busy eating whatever was there. But um, I've always noticed friends that had a second freezer. That's where all the good shit was. You got Tostitos. You got a fucking hock of ham. There's, like, some fucking frozen pizzas in there and shit. They, like, take... They don't even take all of it out. They're like, you know what? Let's keep some of it in. This is an expensive meat. Let's just put just enough to get this fucking old son of a bitch inside this freezer where we can close it and it's not open. And then they can hear his voice and stuff. He's in a weird limbo because he was he was hypnotized at the time. So this guy has created a device or at least has bought a device that is able to put you in a state of mind where even if you're dead, you can still communicate with the living. Right. Spoiler. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Spoilers. If you haven't seen this movie, that's uh, your fault. <laughs> and he, and he sounds like Jessica, Jessica, help me. Yes, that sounds great. That was perfect. 
<laughs> yeah, it's really weird. And uh, she's getting a shitload of his money and she's putting it in a vault. And eventually these he says that while he's in this weird limbo, he sees all these other beings or like like things that are in this like same kind of uh, realm that he's in and he sees the light but he can't get to the light he's like you need to get me unhypnotized so i can be let go and be off to uh i doubt this guy's going to anywhere good he seems like he was kind of like um a mr potter or you know from uh, uh, uh it's a wonderful Harry. life <laughs> Oh, no. Which, oh, you know, yeah, he, he seems like a total Harry Potter. Of course you would think Harry Potter. Now, speaking of the 1930-some-odd movie, it's a wonderful life. Gotcha, gotcha. I was like, you've never seen Harry Potter. I know that. That's what I thought. No, no. I think I've only seen the first four. Um and then I don't know. I just I just lost interest. I need to get back. I need to at least watch all the Harry Potters. I feel like I have to in order because I'm in I'm dating now, and and most like I attract so many women that like Harry Potter, what Game of Thrones, <laughs> and like they like to put stuff in my butt. It's just like I need to like get familiar with all that stuff. So I'm I'm pegging myself and I'm watching Harry Potter. That's my next goal. And uh, and hopefully I get some more dates that way. So <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe fingers crossed, bottle open. So <laughs> you just like to like slide it right in there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's what she said, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I've heard you it before. Said it'd be <laughs> just slide it right in there. Oh god, it's so. Yeah, the way the movie ends is really weird. Um, you got like the fucking the the putty patrol from Power Rangers comes through, and these are like the creatures from the abyss, and they kill them. Like you said, they impel Robert with that pyramid dildo, and he's fucking in there. And then we get Tom Atkins finally. Like, there we the go. Last- 15 minutes of this film, we get our mustachioed legend, Tom Atkins. He's got a solid mustache. He's got a full fucking erection because he doesn't need blue chew. Tom Atkins doesn't need blue chew. He's got a dick in his mouth and a dick in his crotch, and he's going in there to fight crime. And they knock on the door, and, like, you hear a bunch of voices and shit. And this was probably the one of the few, like, I was a little scared in this scene. Like, when they enter that last apartment, you hear, like, a lot of voice, like, but it's like a lot. Right. I was like, uh-huh. oh shit. Don't kill Tom Atkins. Don't kill Tom Atkins. Don't do it. What did y'all think of the special effects though? Like the way Robert looks. That looks amazing. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that was crazy. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't I, I was hadn't, not expecting that. <laughs> no. I neither was I. I did not expect him to look like that. He kind of looked like um do y'all have you ever seen the movie Seven? I don't know yeah, if he looked. Was... He looked like the sloth guy. Yeah, he looked like sloth. Like, oh my god, just looked exactly <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> he looks insane. All shriveled. <sighs> and like, so he, I, I'm guessing Tom Atkins killed him. There's no way he killed Tom Atkins because that guy is yeah, impenetrable. No, no way. <laughs> and then he dies, and it's the end. We get some blood, and then we're, next thing we know, it quickly enters into the black cat. No, like in between. <laughs> no. Nothing. nothing it just boom <laughs> me, me and Catherine were very confused because we did not go in this knowing that it was an anthology 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I didn't want to. <laughs> we didn't tell look you. it up at all. We just, no, we were we like, just went through it. Because, <laughs> you know, they do the opening credits of the actual movie, like yeah. the two evil eyes. And then they do, and then they did like the the title for the first one. And I was like, is it like a movie in a movie? And then like, <laughs> and then I just got lost in the first one. And then I was like, oh, okay, like this is the movie. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, the black, like it's a whole new movie. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, okay. It's two movies in one. Got it. Got it. It's a two for. <laughs> it's a two for one. Yeah, you get two for one in this film. Because I was, I, I remember thinking, I was like, oh, this is going to be a slightly longer runtime. Because yeah, most of the movies I cover are around ninety minutes, and I'm like, oh, okay, this one's going to be a little bit. But honestly, not that long of a film. Like you, you, they get yeah. through both the movies pretty quick, or both the the episodes pretty quick. Um, and we see a, a Harvey Keitel. And he's going through a bunch of photos of fucking horrible shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was completely caught off guard. He's wearing a weird, like, what do you call that? A French beret? Like, a beret, he's, beret. Yeah. yeah. He's got like a long little nipple on the top. Yeah. I was like, because he's, he's an, an artist. artist. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't know if that was his choice or, or the director's choice or someone costume design. Because, I mean, there's not a lot of ways to make Harvey Keitel not look like awesome. But that is one way. That was one of them, yeah. Put a little goofy-ass, Frenchy-ass hat on him. No yeah. one, like, I mean, I've never seen a Frenchman that I'm scared of. Like, it's it's impossible. <laughs> and, uh, and especially if they're wearing a goofy-ass hat. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're the, two French, the two French <laughs> listeners listening, I'm just having a good time with you. You know it. Um, it's they're so, like, wee wee. And uh, it's and now so, they're mad at us. <laughs> I know now they're extra mad. They're like, you know what? Fuck these people. <laughs> they take a bite out of their fucking bread and go to sleep. And so baguette. the baguette, yeah. And so we get to this crime scene, which honestly, this could have been in seven, like with how. It, it kind of reminds me of Seven or like Saw. Saw, yeah. You There's know, an it's actual just... Saw scene like that. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen all the Saw movies, but I think I've seen that one where it's like a... And it's like... Just the, yeah. the idea of like seeing the gears roll and like the pendulums coming down, it's all very effective. This this one starts off pretty hot. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, this might be good. This might be fun. I was very intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> The gore gore horrors were here. (laughs) Haley, we call Haley the gore horror on our podcast because she loves blood and guts. And uh oh, Haley was already like fucking putting down the plastic wrap on the floor just in case. She was like, "This might get hot." I see a pendulum <laughs> in the dead body. The dead I know. Body. I'm not sure if those are real nipples. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know those nipples look. I don't know if those are like stunt nipples. I don't know what the fuck. Those are like, those look so real to me. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, good job, Tom Zavini, if those are stunt nipples. Um, because it looks like a real woman. I, I really yeah. am not sure if that top torso part is a real woman or not. I can't tell because even the face looked pretty real, but it could be a cast with like, you know, the prosthetics and stuff. I don't know. But um, because it looks it looks fake in the sense of how split it is. And I know they didn't use any CGI. So it's like, right. It's got to just have been a cast. But right. I don't know. Tom Savini's probably like alone in the room while he's like working on them. He just kind of goes for a little like. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
It's yeah, like, those no one will ever know. <laughs> I know. I would at least take a hunk. <laughs> Even if I worked at a morgue, I'd do Just one hunk. 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 Just one hunk. No, don't hurt anybody. <laughs> not to the, not to the morgue people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would squeeze a dead person's honkers. Uh, okay. It's, I would feel like they would haunt me. It's like for each honk, you get a hunt. Each, each honk. You get a spook. <laughs> yeah, yes. It just right away, one honk, you get a spook, and it's going to scare you that night. And so this, I do like this one better, though. I agree with y'all. I, I completely felt like this one. I like cats. I'm a big cat guy. I don't own any cats, but I, I've, I've been around cats. I like them. I think once I settle in my own place, I would like to get one. I just don't want to get a cat and then be like, I, I move too <laughs> much. Again. Yeah. yeah. Once I settle down, I, I'll get a couple, but right. I like the idea of the cat. I like um, this aspect of Edgar Allan Poe. I've, I've read this one. I'm familiar with it. I've read it since I was really young and I've always liked it. And Harvey Keitel is very, he's very gritty and he's creepy yeah. He kind of has that like on the edge kind of alcoholic weirdo kind of guy. I don't even know how he got this like, you know, by the way, like he's scary, but kind of his girlfriend's also scary because she's like a a ginger. She kind of looks like my ex-girlfriend, but anorexic. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But she could use a burger. Uh, I but like, I hate her sad face. Like she's got a was, face on her, right? Like, when she was trying to be sad, she was like, it's like haunting. It's haunting, <laughs> and her I lips are thinking, so different. Like they yeah. look like a, a porcelain doll's lips. Right, right. I, I'd never seen a face like hers. I could. I'm, I wish I had seen her in more film. I thought she was pretty good. I think her creepy. her top lip is drawn. Oh, you I think, think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Cosmetics. I mean, I didn't pay enough attention. Like, I don't I mean, I didn't like look at her lips like up close, but like normally people who have like weird shaped lips like that. They draw like they might the add brown. a little art yes, or something. Yeah. Give them a little a little. Yeah. And that may have been in back then, too. <laughs> but I got I got to look at more photos of her because um, I think she's played by um, Matilda something Carpenter Carpenter. Or or like... <laughs> Matilda yeah. is correct. Yeah, Matilda's correct because I—that's just the name I don't hear often, and I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, that, Matilda Potter, 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 yeah, Potter." Pot- I got another Potter. Harry, it's, it's Madeline. Oh, is it it's Madeline? Madeline? Or is Matilda. Madeline Potter. Oh, I'm just making up names you know over what? here. Don't listen to, to me. Sorry, I was trying to see if that body was real or not. The body. Yeah, in the Oh, the body from the opening scene. <laughs> yeah. You're looking. You're looking, at, you're looking at. I thought you were looking at porn. Oh, now he's disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one more fun fact, though. Is that Harvey right. Keitel? He he um, made his lawyer sign up a contract that he wouldn't be in the same room as his fake head that got impaled. Really? Yeah, because yeah. he says it creeped him out. <laughs> Wow. So like he wasn't allowed to be like within vision of the head. I was gonna say, y'all, for those of y'all that haven't seen the movie, if you ever want to see Harvey Keitel take a fucking uh a spear up his culito all the way out his mouth and turn him into a Harvey kebab, a Harvey (laughs) Keitel kebab. Uh you you want to definitely see this film because it's amazing. That whole scene with like it's like a Renaissance hobo fair. Yeah. Uh it's like (laughs) You have like, 
it just looks insane and it's 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 uh and it takes place like where the where like their apartments are at i think or kind of yeah. looks like they kind of messed with it but um you and it has it has a, a annabelle harvey Keitel's girlfriend in this movie and she's in there and she like loves this cat she's only known this cat for like two days yeah <laughs> and harvey Keitel plays this, this guy named uh rod usher usher rod usher and <laughs> yeah. uh he uh just hates cats uh, this movie should have just been called "What to Do to Annoy a Cat" because he does every single thing that you yes. can do to piss a cat off. Make a bunch of faces at it, put your fingers toward it, um, make a, a square. Like you know, fucking cats notoriously hate squares and rectangles. Don't do that to them. And this cat's just trying to chill. And he just keeps fucking with it. And at some point, he decides he wants to choke the shit out of it. It's horrible. Like, the yeah. scene is disturbing, uh, which I think is why they had to add that that extra um, right. little warning. And this is before, like, Peto is really fucking just fucking creaming all over the place and letting us know, like, hey, don't fuck with animals anymore. This was before all that, but they were nice enough to at least be able to, like, say, like, hey, no animals were harmed in this film. Um, and it, I can kind of see little bits of like when they were using um, more like a puppet cat, but yeah. it looks super good. Like I was yeah. caught off guard. Like I was like, wow, that looks really good because I've seen movies where it's not a it's a puppet cat and it looks like a puppet. cat. It looks like it should be in the Muppets. Right. Um, and it looks hilarious. Uh, that sometimes that's actually kind of funny and fun. But <laughs> they did a good job and he's choking the cat. and He's taking photos and he kills it. And she is distraught. It is like it's like you killed her grandma. <laughs> yeah, and she doesn't. She's not. I think she's distraught because she because we see that she ends up accusing him, right? And I think she was distraught because she really felt like, oh, you killed the cat, but I'm going to pretend like it ran away. But I think you killed the cat. And and how is his reaction to this? <laughs> uh... <laughs> he gives her a high five. No, he gives her. <laughs> A five to the face, yeah. and it is brutal as shit. Right. Um, and she reacts the way uh, I would react, which is to scream and tell him, you can't do that to me, you son of a bitch. And she goes into the into her room, and she closes the door. And the doors are made of solid fucking, like, cherry wood oak. Like, I would never be able to break that down. Damn. I think women are safer in those old homes. If, if you're... Um, if you're worried someone might try to attack you, get an old historical home. Those doors cannot be broken down. Holy crap. I would hurt my shoulder. Like, I wouldn't even want to knock on that door. And, you might hurt uh, your knuckles. Yeah, I know. These babies are sensitive. I'm a musician. These are soft as... Baby hands. Yeah, baby these are soft hands. as fuck. Like a baby's butt. And uh, and honestly, my, I have had people shake my head and be like, hey, your hands are really soft. I don't need to know that. I They're my hands. You don't have to tell me that. I understand I've never done real work. <laughs> my dad did real work, so I wouldn't have to do real work. It's, it's yeah, an exchange, exactly. you know. We, we that, that was the decision that he decided to make for me. But, yeah, so – what what did y'all feel like? What what was was there anything about the the black cat? Was there any moment in the film where you felt like this is kind of scary or or like a scene where you really liked like that really kind of not that you really liked but like it really stuck with you? Like let me know what what was anything that you all noticed? Her half eaten body with the fucking grotesque kittens. <laughs> yes, the... <laughs> I was like, 
okay when the guy found him and he was like oh that smell oh she had her kittens in here and i'm like what are you talking about like i thought they were just oh that's yeah obviously where the smell came from but no there's actual like they're like they're like they're like they're kind of like meat kittens like they're not they didn't grow fur i guess because they were like stuck in there or something but they kind of look mutated uh it's a whole thing it is yeah grotesque as shit but they did such a good job with the way she looks like yeah it actually looks like her as like a rotten corpse it's amazing i don't even know how you would begin to figure that out like how that would look but it's amazing i would have not put her just behind some drywall i would have like i would have put some you know put some concrete (laughs) over that body you just left her hanging like that I think it would have like still started to smell eventually through the drywall. Like I'm not a carpenter right? or like a house person, <laughs> but I think that it could smell through drywall, but not like if you did more. <laughs> yeah, he really, he, you know, for as much work as he did, and, and, and props to Rod. You know, the guy's a Home Depot uh, uh, hero. He just he got a bunch of materials. Home Depot and he, dad. Yeah, he's a total Home Depot dad. This would be a good Halloween commercial for Home Depot if you're watching. You already have Halloween colors. Um, you might as well do what like it's like. They always have like a whistle. It's like, hey, you need to get rid of a body. <laughs> Home Depot's got you. We got the got we got the back. drywall. We got the drywall. The plaster. <laughs> you need some I custom shelving. The, I loved when the the cat clawed through the plaster the first time mm-hmm. i was he oh, yeah, like he stuck his little off. head out and he was like <laughs> they're trying so hard to make him look scary like with sounds but he's his little face is just like he's so cute <laughs> he's like cute he's like hello and, and then how did how did rod get a saw like the cat comes at him from that oh, little yeah. hole and he saws his ass and kills him i'm like where did you get that why did you have a saw in the first assuming- place why is- I'm assuming it was in his like cubby of tools with his pickaxes. Pickaxes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I have the, the same cubby, but it's dildos. I have dildos the same cubby. <laughs> it's dildos and eggs. eggs. That's, that's my bi- that's my autobiography. Dildos <laughs> and eggs: the story of Daniel Segura. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Yeah, that scene was rough. Poor cat has to die like three times or something like that. But they do have nine lives, so I guess uh, yeah. is okay. But I do like the whole the bit of like, oh, it's got like a, a symbol on it or something yeah. like a mark on it, and he like he kind of he's like blowing at the fur and shit. <laughs> I've never blown at a cat. I've never blown a cat, that's for sure. But I've never blown <laughs> at a cat, and like I'm like. How, it's weird. Like he sees like the the noose or something or something like. But have that. you ever know. blown at fur, like real fur? Yes, it kind of. Yeah, it like makes a little circle. You know, like yeah. it, that fur didn't do that. No, it didn't. <laughs> it, it made a noose. <laughs> <laughs> just that was amazing. That probably wasn't real fur. <laughs> just probably saying. not. Either that or it was like perfect, like, I don't know. I'm very curious about how they pulled that off because it's no way they, they weren't using, see, there's no computer, there's no CGI shit. There's no, no computer generated shit. So it's like, 
they had to practically make the fur try to make that design. So I have no idea how they pulled that off, but um, yeah. it's kind of cool. He gets the cat back from that horny bartender um, who really wants <laughs> some Harvey Keitel in her. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's and weird. She put the cat in a box. <laughs> yeah, she puts it in an Amazon box. She's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this box. So I guess I'll put a cat in it. And uh, she's like, give it I, to yeah. Harvey <laughs> yeah, give it to Harvey Keitel. He seemed to really be interested in this fucking uh, cat. And uh, he's not interested in my pussy. Maybe you'll like this one. <laughs> also, like um, the cat pictures that he took, how fast do you think they made that book? Like no shit. It seemed like it was like just a couple days, and it was like there's a book in stores with all of his stupid cat pictures. <laughs> like I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> I know, like it started making me think that, like, oh, is this is this Annabelle's like nightmare or something? Like, because how would this book be published so quickly? It's in the fucking window of a Barnes and Noble's. Like, hey, check out this chick cut in half and tits and dead cat. <laughs> Like, could you imagine? Like, it's in the front window of a bookshop. Like, that should be right. like in the black market. Like, right. you know, like that should be way harder to attain. Instead, it's just like marketable for some reason because nineteen ninety. And, and the the detective makes him autograph it. Yeah, the detective's like, "Hey, can you autograph this?" I feel like you know, you called me the cool. I feel like one. we co-wrote wrote it. Yeah, co-wrote this bitch because you're following me around. He's kind of like a night crawler. Right, yeah. like that movie Nightcrawler that Jake Gyllenhaal, except he's not using video because, you know, those were very expensive in 1990. Let me tell you, all. but uh, you know, an old uh, Canon camera, you could buy those babies and just take pictures of all kinds of weird shit, like uh, Harvey <laughs> Keitel's doing in this movie. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, but I mean, don't get me wrong, I want the book, but like, <laughs> I have a couple, but yeah, <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding, but like, it is, it, it does, it, but. It, the movie does really hit on something that I don't know if y'all y'all remember, but I remember when the internet first became a thing, there was this website called Rotten.com, and like every uh, do you have ever heard of that site? Yeah, right. I think so. Yeah. No, Haley has never heard of it. She's very innocent. She goes She's to church every Sunday. <laughs> Uh, even though she loves gore, I mean, you gotta admit Jesus did take one, and so uh, it's pretty. It got pretty gory for him, and so. <laughs> Uh, and so like, but no, Rotten.com is very much like, it's that, it's that it's, you were just like, it was like dead animals or dead corpse or uh, some guy whose like entire jaw came out because like a tree hit him in the face or like shit like that, you know? And we were like 13 years old, 14 <laughs> years old, and we would be watching this shit because we were like, oh, we want to see like real shit. And so this, it's weird because this movie's from 1990. We were doing that like, I don't know, 2000 or whatever. And so like, it's kind of crazy how it captures that like people are interested in this shit. I feel like he was trying to say that like you can you can become popular and it's okay and nobody will notice you. He kills his girlfriend and he uses a fucking photograph to put it like in a scarf. Yeah, that was funny. Like Jesus, but it worked. I, I knew Annabelle was flat, but not that flat. Jesus Christ, she's she's in two D over there. Two D. <laughs> Like, does she look kind of man- Minecrafty to you? What's going on? <laughs> Why does she look like-, <laughs> the, like the wave? Like the yeah. Wave. <laughs> yeah the- <laughs> he, like, I don't know if you've ever seen he really my weekend Ferris with- Bueller days. Yeah, <laughs> my it's like my Bernie. Yeah, it's like my weekend at Bernie's. Her, he's like put sunglasses on her. She's just like, hi, hi, neighbors. 
that poor couple that's next to them, an old Jewish couple, and uh, hey, and that kid, the violin the kid that she made out with. Oh, oh, that's right. Well, you know, I mean, you learn at a young age if she's crying and it's not your fault, go in for the I kiss. <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> if she's crying, it's not your fault. You might be able to get a kiss. <laughs> But um, yeah, no. And she's like, I don't know. She looks like she's 15 years older than that kid. He looks yeah. like a, he actually looks, yeah. it's crazy. Cause he really looks like 16, 17 years old. Yeah. And, and it's so funny. Like, I love how brave he is. Cause he's with Harvey Keitel who looks terrifying. He may be like five foot seven, but he looks like a Tasmanian devil. Right. And, and you got this little, Short this kings. little Barbie kid. <laughs> And he's got sleeveless. He's got sleeveless uh, uh, shirt on, but his his arms are just like, just like a little. <laughs> he's like, "What's going on here, huh? Where's Where's my teacher at, huh? Why's her violin here? What's going on?" He's like, "Get the fuck out!" And but and I gotta... he's, he's at the neighbor's house, and he's like, "Murder!" <laughs> yeah, he gave the neighbors like a PowerPoint presentation oh, of how his teacher's dead. It's crazy. This, I'm telling you, the black cat. The black cat was way better than the first one. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, you might want to forward. I almost want the black like cat one to hour. Been, Yeah, they should have made the black cat a full feature film. I would have yes. watched it. I would have watched the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah. that is so much fun. Um, <laughs> the the deaths are crazy. The the special effects are crazy in this one. The detectives being so chill about just gruesome murders, like. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of uh, the Hannibal show. Uh, uh, I think it was called Hannibal, right? Yeah, it was called Hannibal. I always forget, like, there's so many different Hannibal uh, signs of the lives, like, all related to that shit. But I think it was called Hannibal. <laughs> but, like, the they would, like, arrive at, like, a scene that's already been set up. And it's, like, this body. And it's just, like, already displayed uh, for everyone to see. And that's kind of what this movie does, kind of like Seven. And it's so fucking crazy. And it's kind of before it's time. Like, I right. don't remember. I'm trying to think of. I know there were definitely movies that may have done this, but seeing detectives come up to some body that's been completely fucking destroyed. And like, I, I wish they had included a guy in there. Like, it's just women. Um, I feel like it would have been, you know, equality. Like, does have a guy right, and his yeah. dick's in his mouth? And he's like, <laughs> his own cock's in his mouth and his balls are in his hand. Each one. He's like a crucifix. Something fun, you know? <laughs> Um, I mean, Har- Harvey Keitel got the kebab, so I mean, it's not that's... really one of them, but like, <laughs> it's close. Yeah, at least we get to see. Yeah, and no, yeah. no kidding. Talking about getting fucked. Holy shit, that guy! I was like, dude, that went right up the pooper into his mouth. <laughs> yeah, who who needs a threesome when one can just go on both holes? Like, just like, oh, like Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yikes! Yee. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll stick to my pinky finger because that's all I can take. But yeah, so we get... <laughs> I do like, but I I like the whole scene of like, I like him trying to get away with it. I like him. Um, he's like, he's trying, he puts the poster on her face. He's going, he goes to the lake house that they have. And this, this teenager with the thickest eyebrows I've ever seen in my life comes up to him. I don't know if you remember her. Yeah. <laughs> Is she still feeling sick? Yeah, she's still sick, Mr. Keitel. Or Rod, whatever his name is. Mr. Yeah. Ursher. <laughs> Ursher, baby. Mr. Ursher. And he's like, no, yeah, she's okay. She's just not feeling well, I'm whatever. Send her home. <laughs> send her home. So what do y'all think of the whole cop scene? Like, so they come in 
and they're doing this it's it's i love how like it's so chill it's like oh we're just coming in and they know each other yeah like it's a cool it's an interesting scene but tell me how do y'all feel about the ending of the, the way this wraps up i thought <laughs> like the death <laughs> or the whole thing the whole sequence getting to the death when he pickaxed both of them i was like what is he gonna do now like <laughs> drive around with them on the picture right. like <laughs> Weekend at Bernie again, like another weekend at Bernie situation. He's, he's at least handcuffed to this one. I was so just saying, he's handcuffed to one of them. <clears throat> um, yeah, I like the end scene though because I thought it was like just desserts, you know, like <laughs> you know, he deserved it. He did. <laughs> he, you know, wasn't good with a rope. Uh, he obviously was not a boy scout uh, But you know yeah. he's doing a decent job He's throwing the rope over the trees I think he's trying to like be able to get down Like smoothly Yeah Now it, I don't know how he has a, a, a rope right by his curtain Or some shit but he does <laughs> And he get. I just how was he gonna What was he gonna do when he got down to the ground And he was still up there Like he was just gonna <laughs> Walk around like just let him drop like i don't know okay so what i thought he was trying to do was like drop the guy down and have the handcuff come off come off that's why i was like ow like when i saw that but then i was like i saw the rope and that he was trying to like leave with him and i was like where are you gonna go yeah like you're just gonna drag this man with you the whole time exactly in a man who is not small like this guy could play in the NFL at His that name's moment. Tiny. <laughs> He's definitely not tiny. <laughs> he is not tiny. If you're called tiny as a grown man, it is because you are a very strong giant person. And this guy is like six foot three, two fifty. Like he just he's a lot to handle. And Harvey right. Keitel, like I said, is five seven, one forty. And so he's trying to lift this dude and he I, and, he, and unfortunately for this detective, he's worn this belt about 1,000 times. It's worn out. He grabs the it's guy's about belt. about to bust. Yeah, you know, it's about to I've bust. He's on the, I know, he's about to bust. I know, there was a scene where Harvey Keitel, well, Harvey Keitel's taking photos of the pendulum and he turns it on on purpose. He was about to bust right oh, there. No. I was like, Jesus, did you have to turn it on? He was right. drooling. What a freak. They make you hate him right away. Yeah. But at the same time, I was kind of didn't want him to get caught because I like the actor. Not because I thought I was like, I know he's an evil person. He's done horrible things. He slapped his girlfriend. He killed the cat twice. <laughs> he killed the cat twice, which is crazy. Right. The same also, cat. Also, crazy. the detectives. So, like all the other scenes, they're all nonchalant. But the scene with the wife, like the guy barfs, <laughs> like because oh, the yeah. smell and everything. I'm like, oh, okay, so that one gets you. <laughs> He's like, it's just something about weird zombie kittens. It just fucks me up. I mean, some 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 broad rotten nothing. I don't give a shit about some broad rotten, but I see a couple of dead kittens. It really gets me in the guts. But yeah, no, I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why is he all sick now? Because he's just fucking smirking around and shit in the last few scenes. And right. but yeah, he's just it's insane. The way the rope wraps, it just feels too. You know what it felt like? It's like it's like the director looked at his watch and was like, oh, damn, we don't have a lot more time to shoot any more scenes. Let's go. And uh, that rope's going to just kind of find its way around your neck, Harvey. 
Uh, you're gonna grab this guy's belt. Uh, guys, let's just pre-cut it in the back a little bit. This is, you know, you grab his belt. We're gonna cut it, and you're gonna fall out. And he's like, "Really? I thought we were gonna go all the way to the highway, and then we're gonna have a high-speed chase." Nope, you die here. Wrap it up. You die here. Wrap it up. Let's do it. Let's get the dummies. Because like the very last scene looks so like you could tell like that's not Harvey Keitel. Yeah. You know, like, they're he's just like, like two, two inches taller. Yeah, he's like two inches taller. And he's hanging. I do like, I wanted him to die similar to the way he died in that dream sequence, which was really cool. I know I called it a, a hobo renaissance fair, but it really is a cool scene. Um, right. I thought it was fun. I like that little bit of like fantasy type shit. Like, I really like that stuff. Uh, it added a different element. My one note that I have before we get to the ratings uh, part of this show is that that scene where he's at the Hobo Renaissance Fair, he's got his beer in his hand, and he's he's in a full denim button-up, which men love to wear back in the 90s. You watch uh, any Friends episode, you're <laughs> guaranteed to see a man wearing a denim top, uh, and he's walking around, and everyone else is in, like, um, you know, they're just in cloth garb. Like, it's yeah. just, like, Renaissance, you know, I guess Middle Ages garb or whatever. <laughs> and they're, they got makeup on their faces and they're just cheering yelling and like stuff peasants. and singing it's kind of like a, a, a it kind of reminds me of midsummer but uh but hobo and so like everyone's like <laughs> like everyone's cheering and then um he comes out and his girlfriend drinks some weird liquid juice that's supposed to give her powers and they give her the dead cat and she holds the dead cat and the the, the liquid gives her the power to be able to read the mind of the dead cat to let her know Who's the one that did it? The cat comes back alive. She points at Harvey Keitel. He's like, who, me? The guy that doesn't look like I belong here? They all grab him. They rope him up. They put him up in the air. He's stretched out like he's William Wallace. And this guy never dropped his beer. He's got his beer in his hand the whole time. God damn you, Harvey Keitel. You're the shit. Anyways, as you know, I like to do a quick impression of the movies I cover. This is a segment I like to call a quick impressions. Okay. Quick impressions. I'm ready. And that is the impression of the black cat from the movie The Black Cat. And as you know, I like to rate these movies by my favorite mustaches. I wish y'all could see this. (laughs) (laughs) I like to rate these movies by my favorite mustaches. And as you know, I have the full Fu Manchu recommendation for this movie is badass. I have the walrus mustache recommendation for this movie is pretty damn good. The horseshoe mustache recommendation for eh, not bad. And the dreaded Hitler mustache recommendation for burn this movie in hell. And you're welcome to create your own mustache recommendation. If you feel like it's somewhere in between and you want to get creative or you can just pick one of the OGs. I'm going to go with Haley first because she has her, she's fingering her own mouth and (laughs) (laughs) she's excited to talk. Haley, what do you think? excited i guess okay <laughs> i was gonna go with the horseshoe because that was like the next best besides hitler um but then you said you could be creative so i'm gonna go with the charlie chaplin oh it's, it's not it's not as bad as hitler <laughs> i like that you i've know? gotten the michael jordan hitler so that's right around the same area <laughs> it's like 
I did enjoy this movie. It's a good little like watch. You know, the effects are great. Um, and honestly, I would watch it just for the effects. To be honest, like I love gore, so it's great. And it's all it's creepy. The first one's creepy. The second one is cute. Yeah, <laughs> the second one's cute. <laughs> We're all like, it's cute, like gory. <laughs> It's cute and gory. Yeah, because arguably the second one is a little gorier, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's cute. Gory. Yeah. It's, it's gory cute. Yeah. How about you, Catherine? Um, I'm going to go with um, a walrus. If it was just wow. the black cat, I would probably go full Fu Manchu. But because it's not just the black cat, I'm going to go with the walrus. <laughs> Nice. It's very interesting, and I think it was a good movie, regardless of the fact that it was um, half of it was not as good as the other. <laughs> like, so oh. The old man didn't do it for you. No, Kath- Catherine, who's in some sort of dark I know vortex I know. void, I really dark all of a Jesus sudden. Christ, she might like... be where uh, the old man is for the first movie. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> My, like, my light just went out. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, your light went out? Yeah. <laughs> well, at least your your electricity has to be on, at least. Uh, yeah, the, so. everything else is still on, but my just this light up here. Oh shit. Have you put a Ow. have you put an old man inside a freezer at some point in your life? Jeez. Oh. Oh I forgot shit. about him. <laughs> oh shit. He's like, oh, yikes. Go get Philip. <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like this baloney's almost expired. <laughs> uh, I get you give... soon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I would give this. I like your walrus. I like I like your chaplain. I'm gonna go top tier horseshoe. So I kind of go tiers sometimes. I'm gonna go top tier because it's right there. It's 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 you know it's 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 tickling the walrus. But it's it's not quite there. I'm gonna give a top tier horseshoe mustache. This movie has some moments where I had a damn good time. It actually flows pretty decently. Um, there's some moments where I'm like, eh, you could have trimmed a little off that scene. But for the most part, with it being two different episodes or whatever within a movie, with being an anthology, it 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 keeps it fresh. As soon as you're kind of like, okay, I'm done with meth Santa. Let's get past this. You get to (laughs) Harvey Keitel and, you know, fucking dead cats and fucking photographs and crazy ass like special effects. And you get to see Tom Savini do his little uh, cameo, which is so much fun. I love Tom Savini. And like you said, Haley gore wise, I could have used just a, honestly, it didn't know. it's like it didn't go too much, but it, it it teetered. I wish it gone even a little more gory, like a little more splatter. The splatter is very like the splatter is so intimate and so light that Harvey Keitel is able to convince his neighbor that he hurt his foot coming down the stairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, you just I, I fucking shit. I stubbed my. By the way, I'm wearing uh Freddy Krueger socks. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I just happened to look down. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot I was wearing those. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I like that stuff. I like the, the special effects. So I'm going to go top-tier horseshoe. Anyway, enough about that. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. We're going to wrap this up with one more plug about Saturdays or for ghouls. <laughs> Give me one more plug. You go, Haley. It's your turn. You want, you want the butt plug or what? 
Yeah, the wider, the better. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm the other half. I'm Haley. I don't know why I'm acting like people can see this. <laughs> I know, but I like the. It's good for me. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. <laughs> um, I'm Haley. I'm the other half of Saturdays are for the Ghouls. Um, and we are a part of the Podvoth Network, as said earlier. Um, you can. We talk about. I don't even know what to say, Catherine. This is your shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. As I said before, we talk about spooky stuff all the time. It's a lot of chaos. It's a lot of spooks, and um, <laughs> you can find us um anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, and then we're Saturdays are for the Ghouls on Facebook, Instagram, and then for the Ghouls on Twitter. And uh, follow us. Listen follow to them. us. <laughs> connect with them as soon as you have a chance um give them a shot you know i think they're a good team they they put up with me pretty well they've come in and actually you know brought some really good stuff to this episode unlike some of the cunts i've had on this fucking podcast before (laughs) sons of bitches i hate you all but i love you at the same time it's a weird thing but anyway i hope you enjoyed the show Catherine haley i hope you'll have a great night tell the listeners bye Bye. Bye. Bye, you sons of bitches. Stay spooky. (laughs) Happy Halloween.